0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. For years now, we've spoken on Saturday afternoons with Catherine Swift, Linda Leatherdale, and Michelle Simpson in our Beauties on the Beast segment. Well, today was the final Beauties on the Beast. Here's how that went.
1: called it, Roy. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, good on you, Roy. You did call it. I must say, I didn't.
0: But I could have put money on it, right? I should have for yeah. money. On it. I would have won a boodle. I would have won a, bo- a, a what? A boodle. A boodle. Ha, yes. Whatever that is, I would have won it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and I got to say, the ambassador came on the big screen. This is all before the election. Right. We love Canada. You're going to be our greatest partner forever and ever. And boom, boom, boom. And then, of course, the Consul General giving the same message. As I sat there and watched it come in, it was clearly going south for Hillary, and the looks on some of the faces was utter shock, right. utter. Yes, they're going to horror. lose their jobs. Like in the room, there you go. Absolutely, <laughs> Catherine.
0: So, what, what, do we, what do we need? What do we need? What do we need a live show for when we can just listen to sound uh, from from past shows? As long as we get the residuals. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: As long as we get residuals. That's so.
0: right. That's that's the that's the key, isn't it? Get, <laughs> get the money. Get the agent.
1: Well, that's why we've been here all these years.
0: That's right. We've
1: been <laughs>
0: being paid those big bucks. And, the big bucks. <laughs> and this is this is our this is our final beauties on the beast. I know some people are going to be absolutely shocked. Many and, and probably going to get emails complaining saying. You're an evil ogre, Green. Um, no, I'm not. And we'll, we'll talk about this a bit. But uh, yeah, and and it was basically your agent wanted more money than we can pay.
1: That's just it. It's like these sitcoms that get canceled, you know, because everybody wants a million bucks an episode.
0: That's right. I mean, you wanted more than Tom Brady gets.
1: <laughs> I just can't take the pay cut, Roy. Can't take it. <laughs>
0: Linda Leatherdale, Catherine Swift. This is how we began. This is not necessarily. Uh, Michelle wasn't excluded from this. Michelle excluded herself because she decided she wanted to go on vacation in in Europe instead. So, I, not that I can blame her.
1: Well, she and her husband. She, deserve, she deserves it. She be absolutely deserves it in Europe. Yeah, she's you know. obviously getting more
2: money than we are. <laughs> Possibly.
0: Yeah, maybe. But uh, this is our final "Beauties on the Beast" uh, segment. We've been doing this for gosh, at least. Five. At least five years. Oh,
1: no, no, longer than that. Yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah. longer than that.
0: Because I remember we were talking about uh, your daughter, Linda, about Sky, Yeah. And her battle for, for survival, really. Yeah. And a uh, battle that she fought from the time she was a little girl. And it was a very, very uh, serious situation. And that would have been, what, about 2014?
2: Oh well, you know what? Yeah, you're right. She was nine, but she relapsed at age what? Early twenties, right? And um, and your wife Roy, if I can just add this in, um, she was so supportive of Sky going through, now having a bone marrow transplant and saving her life, and Princess Margaret Hospital, and oh my God, we've been down some long
0: roads. We together. yeah, been a lot of stories, a lot of events. We've uh, we've been. Uh, privy to the marriage of Catherine's yeah. uh, kids and uh, yeah. the departure of her dog and we, yeah. we were introduced to the new... No, actually the dog introduced himself to us. <laughs> we weren't introduced to the dog. The dog said... <laughs> they do that. Don't I, want
1: they? <laughs> I want in. I
0: want in. So I know. She <laughs> long-
2: wanted me to say hi to you and she wanted to say thank you Roy for chronicling her life and Tristan and everything and she just wanted me to say that she tuned in every saturday to well, hear you you are gonna so. make me cry
0: yeah Uh no, it was it was so it was so such a wonderful story that uh sky got the bone marrow that she needed
2: and she lived
0: and she lived oh, and definitely. she's happily married and and living a wonderful life and the the person who Provided the bone marrow, uh, heard of Sky through the show, right?
2: Yep. Gail Seedler from West Virginia. We love you, Gail.
0: And she came to the wedding.
2: And she came to the wedding. And she found us only because of your radio show, Roy. We would not know who that donor was only because of you. So, so thank you. Wow.
0: Yeah, it's amazing that it all came together. Yeah. And how how wonderful that it all came together.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I'm starting, by the way, Roy, I'm starting to get tweets saying how mad listeners are about uh, canceling beauties in the beast. <laughs> well, s- now, it's, it's, well, every, all good things must come to an end. Mu- so.
0: All good things must come to an end. And it really is only about, it's about logistics more than anything else. Exactly. And, I, and I explained that to you both. I'm not going to get into it on the air. But uh, it's just logistics, and uh, and that's all it is. We're friends. We got together as friends. We've done this segment as friends. We'll, we'll continue remain to remain
2: friends forever.
0: Absolutely, and we will continue to call on you to uh, to share your thoughts and your views on on issues as they come along. Absolutely. So yeah, just so a little it's more. Been, it's in... Just been a
1: terrific. Li- I must say it, it's been a wonderful. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going to be. You know, I, I'm sure every Saturday at about 4:15, I'm going to say,
0: "What? What's wrong? Something's <laughs> wrong here." <laughs> right. well, well, hang
1: I'm on. missing something. What is it?
0: <laughs> you, You'll you'll be back on uh, on Saturdays, probably Saturdays at 4:30, and and other times, because we're going to call on you for your thoughts and your views, as I said, on on issues and news stories as they develop, just a little more informally. I'll look forward to it. Yeah, so of let's course. let's talk about some of the issues that uh, that are going forward now. And I spoke earlier today with Mercedes Stevenson from, uh, the, she's the Ottawa bureau chief for Global News, and uh, is on, of course, the West Block, and she had the exclusive uh, first interview with Stephen Harper on his new book, right. and uh, we spoke with Mercedes about that, and she gave us a very interesting interesting insight into the former prime minister's um, view of of developing global situations, and just his general satisfaction with his own life. You know, uh, I mean, I, I we've all spoken to Stephen Harper. Um, he he came on the show twice in the last week of the 2015 federal election, and I'll tell you, the first thought I had was they know it's not going to go well because you don't do the same show twice in the last week of an election.
1: Well, I, just I had don't. dinner with him last night. Well, okay, then along we'll just... with 200 of his best friends. Wow. Ah. <laughs> So, wow, you're, so 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 what happened? What happened? Wow. No, no, it was it was an event at a at, you know, it was an event in Toronto that a friend of mine invited me to and I was very happy to go and I, it was actually great. I mean, he obviously he's on a book tour now. You know, he's he's doing the rounds and um but but it, it just struck me. <laughs> I hate to say it, but compared to our current prime minister, I mean, he was funny. He was uh, you know, he was of course not being filtered by much of the media which is hostile to conservatives in general, um, and and it was it was it was really a, a great evening, and I had a chance to have a little chat with him because, of course, you know we were pretty active when he was prime minister. I was pretty active lobbying on behalf of small business and taxpayers and whatnot. So yeah, it was just a lovely event, but it, but it did strike me, his you know he's a thoughtful guy. He's funnier than most Canadians would ever know, but again, you know it, it, he wasn't. Uh, Through the filter of a lot of media that wasn't very, you know, receptive to him, people wouldn't really have the true, you know, the true picture of of the person he is. And he's a smart cookie. He's a smart cookie. Well, he is. And uh, when you hear him speak He's not a glam guy. You know, he's not a glam guy.
0: No. When you hear him speak, you realize it's nice to have an adult in the room, right? But there are a couple of of incidents uh, that, that I will never forget, and it is minor. I mean, on the... On the t- t- during the two thousand six election, I was on the air from nine to noon, and uh, nine o five on election day, we were going to have Stephen Harper and Paul Martin as our guests at the top of the show. So now the question became who was going to lead and who was going to follow, mm. right? Because mm-hmm. nobody wants to go first.
1: No, <laughs>
0: everybody in that situation you want to go last so you can refute what the other guy said. So I literally tossed a coin. Not in their presence because they were on the phone, uh, but the day before I tossed a coin and I did it with witnesses so that nobody could accuse me of cheating, and uh, it was a two-headed coin. But nobody could accuse me of cheating. The, uh, Stephen Harper won that, and he made a very, very positive, no, on the coin toss, and then the election made a very positive impression. Then we had a we had him on shortly afterward, and we had fifteen minutes with him, and I sort of budgeted fifteen questions. I always budget more questions than than time normally would allow. And with most politicians, 15 minutes gives you about answers to four questions. He went through all those questions in seven minutes, answered them, and I said to him, well, Mr. Harper, we have eight minutes left. What do you want to talk about?
1: So that's we talked what, about he's, hockey, he's, but, but that's just it. There isn't a lot of baffle gab with that. No, guy. there isn't. And by the way, I've got a lot of time for Paul Martin too, just for the record. Yeah. I so mean, do I, I, Catherine. We yeah. had a lot. I have a lot of respect for him. Good man. And, uh, I think he did a lot of good things, and yeah, I disagreed with him, just like I disagreed with Harper on some stuff too.
0: Who did you <laughs> like best in, uh, among them? Who did you who did you work most most effectively with?
1: I'd have to say Jim Flaherty. Yeah. If I had to choose a, a senior politician um he he was a small business guy to start with, so he had i mean that was of course where I was coming from at the time, and he had a real you know he, he really understood that, and the funny thing about Jim and sadly he of course he's you know long gone as we know, but uh everybody liked Jim even if they didn't in the House of Commons, opposition people, whatever nice you know he had the kind of personality. That even if you disagreed with his ideas, you really liked the guy. Yeah, no, you
0: you couldn't help but like him. He was couldn't no, He was in the studio with me many times. Just
1: a solid, you know, smart cookie, yep. but uh, just down Personary. to earth, humble, you know, guy. Linda, I, I what about you of uh, the
0: of uh, the politicians? And when you were the money editor at the Toronto Sun, you dealt with the politicians on a regular basis. I don't know if more on the provincial level than the federal level, but you certainly met with them on the federal level. Who did who did you most enjoy working with? Who, who and and who who do you think was most Likely to give you the answers to questions that you
2: asked. You know, I gotta say, Paul Martin, people will think I'm crazy because I go to the right and he's the left. But I gotta say, when we were fighting for fairness across Canada about tax cuts, about we want accountability, transparency, it was him who met me behind closed doors and said, "Linda, we're going to give you what you want," and that was totally against the grain of what I thought that the Liberals stood for. But you know what, you, Roy, you're going to say it. Uh, they, he passed it all down to the provinces and he downloaded. So, yes, he did balance the books, but he did it at another expense. Mm-hmm. But come on, he was accessible, he was wonderful, and i got to say to this day, I am a big fan of Paul Martin's. I always will be. Um, I'm a big fan of Jason Kenney out in Alberta because he was the rebel crusader who has been fighting for tax fairness forever for all of us. And he and, still is. And still is. And you know good what? good news is he still is. <laughs> and still is. And w- there's a huge thing. Now, I want to go back to Stephen Harper. Stephen Harper gets a bad rap. He's arrogant. He's this. He's that. Whatever. But having said that, I read his book. It is populist, but we do have a thing growing up. You read the new book already? He has a new book.
0: And you read it already?
2: Stephen, I haven't read... Okay, I admit this. I haven't read the whole thing. Okay. I certainly have read... No, excerpts. I wanted
0: to drive over to your house and get it.
2: Yeah, I, I I read excerpts from it. But what I will say is that the populist movement that he's talking about, mm-hmm. maybe it started with the Occupy, and these kids are saying, we're not sharing in the growth and the globalization and... No, Obama. no, no. Linda,
0: Linda, the yes. Occupy movement, yes. they're now all working on Wall Street.
2: Well, there you go. And you know what? Because of that you age. for this? And... He but globalization did it really really work and what are you saying we're giving rise to the like Max and Bernier doing his own here we go again reform uh, Preston Manning now we have another party people are fed up with the status quo we're also stati- we're fed up we don't believe the politicians who say globalization is going to make us all rich so we're going to do China we're going to do this we're going to do that no we have to have fairness. All the way around and we do you know
0: what people want this whole idea this uh, this globalization word has been overused yes and so has populism been overused now people want responsive government people want what they voted for people want promises to be kept people want realistic responses from those whom we elect to do our bidding because what their ultimate job is is to pragmatically manage our affairs no more no less well, don't run my life. Just the manage the affairs that you're trade. hired to manage.
2: And let me yeah. remind you.
0: I have to take a break. Oop, I have okay. to take a break.
2: No free trade. <laughs> I have to take a break. Fair
0: trade. We're coming right back.
1: When governments are spending like drunken sailors, with apologies to drunken sailors, no. uh, when things are growing, this next recession, I'm sorry, it is going to be horrific. And if people don't Stop. think that's going to hurt them,
0: they're crazy. Yeah, you're right. Hurt
1: everybody.
0: And I resent the drunken sailor remark.
1: <laughs> That's why I made my apology. Having
0: been one on more than one occasion. Beauties and the Beast and um, marijuana, Cheech and Chong. Uh, <laughs> you, you, the three Goody's. of us. The three of us grew up with, uh, you know, with with the, the expectation. That marijuana would become legal in the '60s and '70s and '80s, and and here we are in 2018, and it's going to be legal on Wednesday, and it's a mess. Um, talking to Jody Emery earlier, she's not happy at all. What do you, uh, you know, how do you react? How do you two react to what's happened uh, and 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 the legalization, the semi-legalization of marijuana? Is it just a is it just a mess, Linda?
2: It's a sham. It's a sham. You know what? Come on, the prohibition lives. So all of a sudden in Ontario, you only can buy it online. Do you know how many people have used munic- or, or medicinal marijuana to help them? And where, where are they going to go? And the small little guy that might have sold here and is now going to go to jail for selling something because you can only buy it online. If you're going, this is like going back to the dirty thirties with alcohol. And if you're going to open it up, open it up that everybody is able to make some money from this. And what I disagree with is this is like the pot-com bubble, and it's the same as the dot-com bubble. I thought we
0: were going to say it's like the pot calling the kettle black.
2: It's calling the pot. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And you know what? I always want to put this out because Sky called me, and Sky, my little baby girl who's been a cancer survivor, says... Why is everybody so paranoid about pot? And some of the people who have never used it, who are now on advisory boards on these companies, are making a gazillion dollars. But they're calling the kettle black. Linda, we we
0: also spoke with the president of the Canadian Medical Association, who put forward some really significant concerns, health concerns. And it's like smoking. Lungs, brain, no. psychological development. You're not developed psychologically until you're 25. These aren't things that you can do, that you can ignore no. and set aside. No, you so, can't. So it but wasn't, go it back wasn't, to wasn't alcohol. done properly. Huh? Then go
2: back to alcohol and tell me. And you know what? There are worse things on the street right now. There are opiates. There are other things that we as politicians and people that are worried about the world, we have legalized pharmaceutical companies killing our You don't kids. care about this at all, do you? I do care about this because I'm dealing with it on my own level, and I do believe that fentanyl and what we have allowed for pharmaceuticals to put out in the street and say is legal
1: is illegal. Hold on, hold
0: on, hold on, hold on. There are millions of people who are living with incredible chronic pain (laughs) that is destroying their lives, and the only thing that's keeping them sane is their opioid medication.
2: They can have access to that, and why are we having pharmaceuticals putting it out there? Terrence Young, an MPP, wrote a prescription, death by prescription. His no, own daughter no, no, died. no, no,
0: Linda. The people who require it yeah. for their chronic pain right. in order to survive, it's a yeah. godsend. they have to have it. Yep. They, have, they to have, have to have it. it. Yep. Okay, I've got a minute left.
1: Okay, can I, can I yes. just say something quick about Please. POT? No. I don't have a problem with legalization. But it's being driven by Trudeau's political agenda, right. which is to have it legal before the next election. Right. And, and uh, they're ignoring doctors, as you said, Roy. They're ignoring police forces that are saying we don't know how to cope. Employers are grappling yep. with how do I deal with this and so on. And you know, Trudeau, the, the cynicism of this is he's making the law, leaving it up to the provinces to take the heat, just like the carbon tax. And I hope this rebounds on him, because if, if he really wants to do this, then do it federally. Impose the rules federally. Don't pawn it off. Okay. You know, don't pawn it off to the provincial governments. Okay. And, and yet you dictate what they're supposed to do. So this, this I see as a real cynical political maneuver. It is. Okay, it now, I've, I've
0: got to stop because we got the clock, got us again. But I'm going, to be back, I'm going to be back in touch with you. I'm going to ask you back to come back on the air and talk about issues as they develop. And a thank you for the for the years and the fun. Well, I, can't you, the cut,
2: oh, huh? I can't take the pay cut, Roy. I can't take the pay cut. And it's uh, not yeah. goodbye, it's à la
1: prochaine. Absolutely, à la prochaine. thank you. Okay. thank you.
0: Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend.